Hello everyone and welcome to episode 65 of Mother and Anxiety. Today's episode is my holiday triggers. So first of all, um, how the hell are we at the holidays all over again? Um, I literally feel like we just had Thanksgiving and Christmas of last year, right? Uh, But we're already at Thanksgiving and Christmas of 2021 and we're about to hit 2022 like um my brain my life everything is still kind of stuck at March of 2020 and how is it almost like two years later um I know that, you know, as you get older, time seems to go faster, but like, not this fast. Like, please, please, um, slow down. When this pandemic started, I was still in my 20s and now I'm in my 30s. Like, no, please time, uh, slow down for me. Last year, I did an episode on anxiety and the holidays, and I talked about how the anxieties can be, um, a little anxiety inducing. Um, there's just a lot of pressure on, like, cooking, cleaning, gift giving. Sometimes you have to meet up with people that you don't want to see having to travel for the holidays. Um, Not to mention like the colder weather, the longer nights. Like this can all just be very anxiety inducing all on its own. Um, I love the holidays and mainly I love Christmas. Um, And I'll get into that in a little bit. But um. I'll give everyone a little backstory as to why I wanted to do a specific episode on just my holiday triggers. Um, So for everyone who is new, uh, I cut ties with my family last November. It was right before uh, Thanksgiving. And um, it was obviously my first Thanksgiving, my first Christmas, and then my daughter's birthday is in January. So it was my first holidays plus birthday without my family and it was like very fresh I think it might have been like two three-ish weeks uh before Thanksgiving that I was like "Mm, no done fuck this um I kept myself very busy so because I wasn't gonna normally or do my normal holidays which was go over to my grandparents house or like to my mom's house um I kind of put it upon myself to host Thanksgiving and Christmas at my house because I didn't want to go to my in-laws house. I would have much rather them come to mine. So um, I hosted Thanksgiving for the first time and I hosted Christmas for the first time. Um, I kept myself very, very busy. Like I cleaned my house from like the top to the bottom, like even like places that like no one would ever go into, you know, like I was cleaning like my linen closet. Like why the fuck would someone open up the the linen closet? Right. But that's another thing. I have anxiety over how my house is clean. Um, but I kept myself very busy. So I was cleaning, uh, cooking, trying to find new and different recipes. Um, for Christmas, I went on a full like baking binge. Like I made cake pops for the first time, which looked atrocious, but were fucking delicious. Um, I did like chocolate covered pretzel rods. I did cookies. I did uh, cupcakes. I did like everything. I was like, I'm just going to bury my sorrows in the kitchen. Uh, so that I don't have to think about this being my first holiday season without my family. 
And let me tell you, boy, did it work because I don't think I felt an ounce of sadness at all during the holiday season. I mean, there might have been like a few moments here or there, but I was like, mm, no, this was an amazing Thanksgiving. This was an even amazing or an even more amazing Christmas. Um, it did hit me a little bit more for my daughter's birthday, uh, but we'll, we'll talk about that on a different day. But um, it was great. And it worked so well that now, a year later, I am feeling all of the fucking feelings. All of them. Absolutely all of them. Because now I'm not burying my sorrows in different shit. Like I'm not keeping myself busy anymore. Am I busy? Yes, but like in a totally different way. Um, I am now needing to feel all of my feelings. I just kind of want to start off by saying that like nobody wants to go no contact with their family. Um, it was not an easy decision and it was a decision that didn't come very lightly. I sought help from many people that, um, I respect their opinion and, um, it was something that I had decided to do without even mentioning it to my husband because I didn't want my husband's opinion, uh, to kind of cloud what I was thinking. Um, although my family, contrary to belief, they believe it's all my husband's fault, but it is not. It was solely my decision. I didn't tell him until I had already blocked a few people. Um, but it, it, it wasn't an easy decision to make. I just kind of want to make that clear. Like no person wants to go no contact with their family. But when your mental health is at stake, and not only that, I was like in the super rage anxious state um, that I was taking it out on my daughter. I was like, no, no, I'm done. So this entire year, I've been doing a lot of self-healing. Um, I'm on this self-healing journey, just learning to um, love myself, essentially, because I've never loved myself before. Um, I'm on a journey to um, learn to accept myself for who I am and for knowing that, you know, people come with flaws and, and everything and it's all just like one big giant circle. Um, and I'm having to reparent myself to be a better parent for my daughter. So it's been quite, um, a journey, but now we're here, now we're at the holidays and I kind of wanted to just talk about some specific holiday triggers that I'm having because I'm now feeling all of these feelings. I have never been so emotional <laughs> when it comes to like, the holidays, right? Like I see things or I hear music and whatever. And I'm just like a fucking crying wreck because it hurts because it truly hurts. And, um, I am grieving. I am grieving the loss of my family, even though they're, they're all still alive or yeah, they're still alive. Um, but I'm grieving the loss of my family. I am grieving the loss of what I wish I had. I am grieving the loss of um, what I did have because it wasn't all bad. There was, you know, good moments too. Um, 
So I'm grieving on those moments and I'm holding on to those moments because I I, I don't want to believe that they were ever bad, right? Like you don't ever want to believe that like there people do bad things. Um so I'm grieving and it hurts. The holidays were always a lot of fun um growing up. Like I remember uh for Christmas specifically like my cousins, my aunts and uncles would all come over um like as soon as you would wake up the whole kitchen the whole house smelled like tamales because my aunts would be over helping my grandma make tamales that's literally what they would do all day long and I would just very slowly wait for my cousins to arrive and um we'd all play in my room right we would all eat and then we would all open up the gifts at midnight and my grandma was the one to give everyone the gifts and it was always so much fun um thanksgiving my grandma would cook the super like elaborate uh dinner and we would all just come by the table our table like extended so like we would all be able to sit and we would all eat and it was always just like fun like I don't remember there ever being much drama like ever during the holidays it was always like fun I always looked forward to the holidays and um you know, it's the part of this grieving process is grieving that I won't have that anymore. Um, spending time with my family during the holidays was something that I, you know, I truly enjoyed. And so now I'm having to grieve that like, I won't be at my grandma's house during Thanksgiving or during Christmas anymore, right? I'm grieving that my daughter is not going to experience those things, those types of Thanksgivings and those types of Christmas that I did with my family. Because those are some fond memories that I have. Like I said, it wasn't always bad. Um, the holidays, we always knew how to kind of be like a really good family. So um, I'm grieving that I'm not going to be able to spend the holidays there anymore. And I'm grieving that my daughter isn't going to be able to experience that. You know, my daughter's vision my daughter's um, memories of what her Thanksgiving and her Christmas are going to look like is going to be totally different than what mine was and what I thought I was going to be able to give my daughter. I wanted my daughter to be there with everyone in my family and, you know, whatever cousins, her cousins would come by in the future, I guess, and all of them just like hang out and have so much fun, right? That's what I wanted for her, but now that's not the case anymore. Now the holidays are spent at my house, which is which is fine, you know. I'm grateful that I get to start these new traditions with her. Um, but it's just, it's just, it's different. Um, it's not what I remember it being, you know. It's and it's obviously like. I'm now spending the holidays with my in-laws and my in-laws, you know, they're <laughs> great. <laughs> we'll put a little asterisk on there, but, um, it, it's just, it's not my family. Like it's, it's not. Um, and I think for those of us who have cut ties with family or who are breaking the cycle, who are breaking these generational, this generational trauma, um, I don't think people often talk about this and and it's just like yes by law I guess by nature they become your family right you married their you know 
brother or their son or daughter, right? You birth their grandchildren or, you know, or whatever. And um, by law, yes, you're all family. But it, it it's not your your family. And I think that's like kind of where it's been hitting me. Like, yeah, you know, does my daughter have fun? Yes. Do the, like, does anything else realistically matter? Like, no, as long as she's happy and she's having the time of her life and she remembers such a great Thanksgiving and a great Christmas, like I have done my job as a mom. Like that is it. But for me, right, because sometimes we need to take care of ourselves and sometimes we don't, we, we can't mask like I did last year. Like I, I can't, I can't repress and I can't clean and cook and everything. Like I need to allow myself to feel these feelings and I need to allow myself to, to grieve, right? So if I look at me and I look deep inside of me, like it's not my family and I am allowed to miss my family and to miss those good moments. It doesn't mean that I'm going to forget everything else that's happened. No, but for a second, I'm, I'm allowed to grieve and I'm allowed to miss them because, you know, you, you did have good memories or you did have good holidays or whatever. Um, and you're allowed to feel whatever feeling it is that you're feeling. So I've truly been like an emotional wreck <laughs> these past couple of weeks. Um, Last week, I was actually on my way to go, like, Christmas shopping. I am one of those people that likes to get all their Christmas shopping done before Thanksgiving. Because after Thanksgiving, that's when everyone does their Christmas shopping. And all those stores are just, like, massive fucking chaos. And I cannot with a big, massive crowd. So, I am the type of person who likes to get everything done before Thanksgiving. So, last week, I decided I'm going to go and take a a trip to Marshall's. <laughs> I live in a small city, so we have like one mall that literally has nothing and I will never go there unless I need to return something. Um because I order everything online. And we have one TJ Maxx, one Marshall's. And so I kind of like go back and forth between the two of them and see what good stuff I can find. So I went to Marshall's and on my way over there I was thinking I was like, okay, well I want to potentially buy this for this person and this for that person. And I was kind of making a list and I had done the list the night before of who I wanted to buy gifts for and how much money I was going to allow myself to spend. And um, I was driving and I started to cry and I was just there and it was just like those silent tears that just kind of rolled down your cheeks. And I was crying because... I was sad over the fact that I'm no longer going to buy Christmas presents for my family. Um, and I know that sounds like, oh, that's a little weird, but I enjoy Christmas shopping. I enjoy buying gifts for other people. Like I enjoy really sitting down and thinking about things that they're really going to like or really going to use or really going to enjoy. And I love finding like, little unique gifts that they would have never thought of buying for themselves, right? Like, I always like to put in that effort. Um, and I, it was just sad, and I was crying because I was like, I no longer have to buy gifts for them. Um, and then I got to Marshall's, and then I found a bunch of stuff that 
people, different people in my family would have enjoyed. Like I found um, a fleece blanket, like a hockey fleece blanket. And I was like, oh, you know, and then I found um, this Mickey Mouse like Christmas plate serving set. And I was like, oh, right. And I was just thinking and I'm like, oh, this person would have loved that. This person would have loved that. And, um, you know, it just, it makes me sad and I'm allowed to feel sad over that. Um, my husband and I always had this rule where I would buy gifts for my side of the family and he would buy the gifts for his side of the family. And, um, that's kind of how it's always been. Sometimes I end up buying little things here and there for his family because all my husband gives his family is a new pair of shoes and that is it. Um, and he buys them all the same fucking shoes, whatever shoes he finds on sale. And he would just give them. <laughs> my husband is a very frugal man, but, um, so I would always feel bad and I would always just buy a little extra stuff for his family because I'm like, I, I would be so pissed if I just got like a pair of fucking sale shoes. <laughs> um, but also I grew up kind of really spoiled in our Christmases. We would always get a shit ton of gifts, but like my husband grew up totally different, right? Um, and it just like, (laughs) it just made me sad that I wasn't able to, or I'm not going to be able to do that anymore. But I mean, I guess that only means more money for my daughter, right? (laughs) I miss my grandma's food. And, um, I, I I cut ties with my family after. So my grandma passed away in August. And then I cut ties in in November. So to be honest, um, my grandma was probably one of the reasons why I didn't do it sooner. Um, although my grandma, you know, everyone's got their own issues. So, but my, my grandma was, you know, always there for me and I miss her cooking. And the holidays just like makes me remember her cooking. Is it, like, weird to say that I can still, like, taste (laughs) the way her turkey would taste? Or, like, taste her tamales? Like, I have never, ever had turkey anywhere else or even made my own turkey that has tasted the same as my grandma's. Or I have never, definitely never, ever had tamales that taste as good as the ones my grandma would make. Like... And it makes me, it makes me sad. And then that's a whole different part of, of grieving. Because uh, my, my grandma has, has died. So, you know, that food and stuff like that, I'm, I'm never going to be able to have. And nobody learned how to make um, the dishes that my grandma used to make. And so, you know, that, that all died with her. And, um, you know, that, that makes me sad I I miss her food I miss her cooking um and this isn't only just like a holiday thing like sometimes it's even um like an almost everyday thing (laughs) my husband and I forgot what we were talking about and I said I was like I miss my grandma's like quesadillas and he's just like it's just a fucking quesadilla and I'm like no like I don't even know how my grandma would fucking make them but they were like crack (laughs) um I would come home from school or something and I would always be like, no, grandma, I'm not hungry or whatever. And then she'd be like, I'll make you a quesadilla. And I'm like, fuck, 
you know how to get me. And so she would make it and then put some beans next to it. Like, I, I miss her, her cooking. I think also last year I didn't allow myself to grieve uh, my grandma's death and just like realizing that she wasn't going to be there for the holiday. So like, like I said, an emotional wreck. It is all just like hitting me extra hard this year. But I think it's necessary. I think it's necessary for me to feel these feelings. I think it's necessary for anyone out there who has maybe cut ties and maybe you've done the same thing that I did last year where you just kept yourself so busy that you didn't allow yourself to feel anything. And Maybe it's been one year. Maybe this is your first year or maybe you've been doing that for a few years. Um, I think after ever. Like, after everything that we've been through, after this whole pandemic, after everything, like, I think we owe it to ourselves to, um, to heal. I think I, I think we owe it to ourselves to, to cry and to grieve over the things that we've lost altogether, um, just to kind of start the year fresh. I know that, like, I've been working through a bunch of shit. Um, these past couple of weeks, all these feelings, all of these just flashbacks, all of these things have been kind of just like coming back to me and, um, it's just been like pretty rough, I would say, but also very necessary. Um, I feel that my brain and my body is just wanting me to release all of this energy, all of this negative energy and so that I can start the year fresh. Um, I also, um, so we also just recently started going back to church and, um, you know, some things that they talk about and, and some things that like they say just really like stir up some feelings and some things that, you know, I have forgotten or some things that maybe I didn't want to think about. So when I kind of just sit, mainly in my office, but when I just kind of sit and have that alone time, like everything just comes back to me. And, um, I've been very emotional, but, you know, crying is a way to heal. Crying is a way to release all of that energy. Um, <laughs> to kind of get movement through your body. Um, so I truly think that it's necessary and I am honestly accepting it right now. And I'm just kind of embracing it a little bit even, uh, because I want to move past this. I, I want to move past these feelings and, and past the anger and past the grieving and, and past the hurt. Like I, I want to move past that, um, and, you know, whenever I think about the holidays with my family, I want to think about the good times and not be like, well, this was good, but do you remember X, Y, and Z? Or do you remember when this happened? Or do you remember that? Like, it wasn't always good. Like, I I know that. I want to be able to just kind of be at the point in my life where I can just rem have these memories and, and remember certain things and and be at peace with it. And be at peace with the decision that I made to cut ties and just to know that I did the right decision. Um, I still kind of yo-yo, like I still kind of go back and forth on that sometimes. And especially during the holidays. 
um, especially during the holidays is the time where I just kind of, you know, um, overthink my decision and, um, and it's mainly just kind of like for my daughter, like, it's just like, oh, I'm, I'm, I am, you know, keeping her from those memories that I had and, and from those, um, you know, traditions that I had, like I'm keeping her from them. I'm keeping her from them. But I really just kind of need to take, take a step back and just remember like, you know, that was a good time. Yeah. But there was some not so, so good times and, um, it's hard. It's, it's, it's hard. And it's honestly kind of really hard to explain even now. (laughs) I know that I'm talking, but I'm like, am I really making sense? Um, But hopefully someone out there, um, someone out there listening who has maybe cut ties with your family, you guys can kind of relate to what I'm saying. Like, it's not really something you can, you can express. It's just more of like a feeling, you know, Um, but I hope I'm doing a good job at just kind of uh, expressing that little bit of feeling that I can. The holidays can be rough. For many different reasons. Um, But if it's one thing that I've been learning and one thing that I'm grateful for going back to church is to just be grateful for the things that you have. And I know that that kind of sounds like super cliche and it's like, well, no shit. Like, of course, I'm going to be thankful for what I have. But like, do we really just kind of take the time to just sit? And really look at all of our blessings, like to really look at everything that we have and really truly be grateful for it. Because I know that I, I don't, I don't take the time to be like, wow, I'm living a good life. You know, I, I don't, I am like a hundred percent a self sabotager and I am always looking at the negative and I'm always looking at the bad and I'm always counting my non-blessings. I'm always counting all the bad things like, oh, well, this went wrong and this went bad and I'm a bad mom and I'm a bad wife and I can't even keep up with laundry and I can't even do this and I can't even do that. But do I really just like take the time? Do we really just kind of take the time to look at it in in a more positive way? Like, wow, I have water to do my laundry might not always get done, but <laughs> I, I have it, you know, that's something you should be grateful for. Um, my daughter ate all her vegetables today, you know, like I need to be grateful for that because you don't know how many times I've had to argue with her over eating some damn vegetables. Um, I don't think I, you know, I don't think I give thanks to anything, right? And that's Thanksgiving. It's coming up. I feel that that's, that's a good, um, you know, moral of the story, I guess. <laughs> um, I think we just need to learn to be grateful for the things that we do have. And I know all of us who deal with anxiety, we're always kind of a tad bit on the negative side. Like, let's be real. We kind of always think of the bad things and we kind of always just look at things in the wrong way sometimes. So my challenge to everyone this Thanksgiving (laughs) is to really just kind of take a sit, take a seat. Um, I was going to say sit back and seat and then it came out as take a sit. (laughs) Take a seat back and think about 
all the things that you have in your life and all the things that you are truly grateful for. Um, if you want to get a little creative, grab a notebook, pad and paper. Uh, if you want to get a little bit creative, grab your mothering anxiety journal. Yeah, that are on sale. <laughs> um, grab something and write down things that you are grateful for. Because I promise you that there is way more things to be grateful for than things that you should be ungrateful for. Life can be rough and life can be chaotic and life can feel crazy and feel overwhelming and feel like nothing ever goes right. But I promise you that it does. And I promise you that things will get better and that you will get through whatever it is that you are going through. Think about the things that you're grateful for. Think about the things that you uh, take advantage of that you don't even think are things that need that you need to be thankful for, like like the water for our laundry or that your kid ate your vegetables. Little victories, little victories at a time. That's what life's all about. I know that I truly need to just kind of reflect on the things that I am grateful for. Am I sad that I don't have the holidays with my family? Yes. Am I sad that my daughter's not going to grow up with those traditions? Yes. But I am grateful for my own little family. I'm grateful for my husband and my daughter and my husband who goes along with all of my crazy ideas. My husband who, you know, accepts that I decorate for Halloween on September 1st. (laughs) Accepts that I change the bathroom all for Halloween, all for Thanksgiving, all for Christmas, and then I spend so much money on all these decorations. Like, you know, grateful for that. And honestly, I'm grateful for my in-laws. Yeah, I'm. I'm grateful that they show my daughter so much love that she will never ever know what she's missing out on ever they love that little girl to death and they will go like above and beyond for that little girl and that little girl loves her you know her grandma her grandpa her aunt her uncle so much and all that love gives me comfort that my daughter will never know what she's missing out on all right i'm gonna go ahead and uh wrap this one up Next week is Thanksgiving here in the U.S. of A, for those of you listening here. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and take next week off. I will not be releasing an episode next week. Um, Well, as you can tell, I have a lot of work to do when it comes to healing and when it comes to the holidays. So I decided that I'm going to take the whole week off kind of just allow myself to feel whatever it is that might come up. I'm not sure what's going to come up or what's going to happen, but um, I want to put my focus on that and not have to worry about releasing an episode and about trying to throw content to promote the episode. So I'm just going to let myself feel and probably cry (laughs) a lot. But I will be coming back that following week. So November 29th, um, I have a very special episode for all of you. I interviewed Rihanna Batiste and she is a breathwork facilitator. Um, I actually did a breathwork session with her maybe about five weeks ago or so. Um, And it was honestly incredibly 
amazing. Um, I've always been super skeptical about breath work because quite frankly, when I try and like control my breathing, it kind of gives me anxiety. <laughs> but she did a great job at um, just kind of walking me through it. And um, I felt many things. I saw some things, um, which we talk about all of its entirety um, in this episode, in this interview. And then at the end, she does a seven minute breathwork session. So you guys will all be able to just kind of experience that um, at the end of the episode. Super excited for you guys to hear that and super excited to be able to share that with you all. Um, Breathwork is a great way to be able to manage anxiety. And I'm not even going to lie, being in that relaxing state can also bring up some some emotions. So for those of you on this healing journey, I believe that this breathwork session is going to be really great. Um, so that'll be next next week. Sorry, November 29th because I'm taking next week for Thanksgiving off. So um, just happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there who listens and who celebrates. And for those of you who don't celebrate, um, thanks. Thank you to all of you uh, who join in and tune in every week and listen to me talk about my life and rant and bitch about my life. Um, I truly appreciate you guys and I am so, so grateful for every single one of you. But with that being said, I do hope that you all have a good rest of your day or night, depending on when you're listening to this. And don't forget to live your life, love your life, and love your anxiety.